Hello and welcome back to Lights, Camera and Life. It's Lady here. And it's your boy Franklin. <laughs> so we are back today and we are yep. super excited to be talking to you about a new film. It's very new, it's mm -hmm. very fresh and yep. so always very exciting when we get to do one of these. And mm. it is... Judas and the Black Messiah uh, by Shaka King. Yep. Yeah. So we watched this literally yesterday mm. and we're just going to take a... Whatever the opposite of a deep dive is, a shallow skim. Just shallow skim. Um, <laughs> into this film and what we thought about skinny it. Skinny dip? Is that yeah, I it? guess. <laughs> no, that's what you want to do. So why don't you briefly tell us what this film's about for those people who may not have heard of it or yeah. haven't seen it yet. As you know, there will be spoilers. Yeah, um, well, I'm going to try and keep it as spoiler free, but this is kind of a historical film. In, 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 and as such, there should be context when, you know, talking about the plot. Uh, but basically, it follows the life of a young Fred Hampton, Hampton, who's a young and charismatic activist as he rises through the ranks to become the chairman of the Illinois uh, Black Panther Party. And um, what we have is also a kind of sideline story where the FBI have uh, employed a uh, black infiltrator in the name of William O'Neill mm -hmm. uh, to sort of uh, join the party, befriend Fred Hampton and uh, ultimately try and assassinate him. I know uh, we, we all know Fred Hansen's assassinated, so I don't think that's too much of a, of a, of a, of a, of a spoiler. But yeah, that's basically what, how the film revolves and it shows a kind of uh, a chronological um, look at his life up until his, uh, his, his assassination. So um, I guess at this point, I, I'll throw it back at you. What are your initial thoughts, lady? Well, um, I didn't know anything about the film. This is a common theme on this okay. podcast before <laughs> before watching it. So I was going in pretty cold, to be honest. Yeah. I hadn't even seen a trailer. Um, so I was very much open to what it was going to be. Yeah. I would say that I definitely enjoyed it. And I would say that I think it's 100% worth a watch. Okay. Um, it's got a mega cast in it. So that alone, I think, is reason to watch. But also it's it's history telling mm. really isn't it and i think that that for that for sure makes it an interesting film and yeah. probably i will go out on a limb to say i think that is most of the reason why it was a good film i think that okay. aside from the fact that this is a true story mm -hmm. um and the cast was epic I, I think that it maybe wasn't the most amazing film overall but so, those, those things put it out there was definitely one to i watch. think we're, we're, we're definitely on the same page with regards to that because um i i'm gonna have a put a disclaimer i really don't like talking about what i will talk about when it comes to certain films like this because uh, any film about fred hampton about the black struggle or about the black panther party is something that i would really want to go into you know the philosophical tropes behind why they exist the power struggles within the community but there are just such big problems with this film that i have to shed some light on it and um, i think there's one in particular that we both know <laughs> that we we just couldn't get past i'm gonna be honest i'm a big fan of daniel kalua yeah um i don't think there's many people who aren't apart from samuel l jackson yeah yeah i know our other podcast to hear or, our thoughts on that yeah, one <laughs> but um I, I am a fan, but I found it, I found his accent very jarring. For me. Very, very yeah. jarring. Oh and my God. 
unfortunately, once we got it into our head that something was odd, you know, you, it was difficult to let that go. And it then became almost comical at times. It, it, exactly. I, I, I was thinking of it like, this is almost bordering on a parody. <laughs> of, and I was like trying to say, is this how Fred Hampton talked? You know, what, what really bothered me was it was really deep. And yeah. then it was also sped up. So it sounded something like this. I'm Fred Hampton. War is politics, you. It's, um, you know, sometimes... <laughs> sometimes you watch films and you, you just need subtitles because it's really dialogue heavy. Mm. Um, and I think that this was probably always going to be one of those. But actually, it it got trickier because of both the pitch and, and just the nature of the accent that he was doing. Yeah, it, it wasn't entirely believable, unfortunately, and it was just quite difficult for some reason for us to get past that. So just quickly on the accent, it's it, the tone was uneven a lot of the time. I felt that you could kind of hear him going off the accent, and what the problem is that Fred Hampton was someone who spoke poetically. He spoke. Uh, he gave a lot of um, um, monologues. He talked about quite specific concepts. So it's quite important that you hear what he's saying so you mm. can make a relationship between where he's going with his statement. Because at the end of the day, he, it was a lot of figurative speaking. And if you can't hear it, there's just no way that you can really grasp what an inspirational figure he was. And that was what kind of took you mm. out of the character of, of Fred Hampton, wasn't it? And if you even dare crunch popcorn, it's over. Oh, oh. <laughs> you, just... you know, and I thought that Lakeith Stanfield was also going to have that problem because at the beginning he had a bit of a growl mm. when he was talking in front of the mm. FBI agent or was it the, the police uh, officer. Uh, but in time, we actually understood him more yeah. than we did um, uh, than we did uh, Daniel Kaluuya playing yeah. Fred Hampton. Yeah. So that was an issue for us, but I think that I think I can still put that to one side and look at the film as a whole. Okay. Um, it it took a while to warm up, I would say. Yeah. But um, to be honest, I think that this type of film does need a lot of scene setting, so yeah. that's not necessarily a criticism. Um, and I think the ultimate story was going to be gripping enough that that mm. would be fine. But it, mm. it was a slow start, so I think for anyone watching it, don't get put off too early. I think it took about half an hour to really yeah yeah to I, get going. I would agree with that as well um, yeah. but it you know overall i found it really compelling i think that kind of story you it would be hard not to find that compelling mm. um overall i thought the acting was was awesome overall i okay. think everyone i'd is... like to give a, a shout out to lakeith stanfield yeah who as always brings a very um eccentric take on a character yeah he has this uh he walks the tightrope of surrealism uh quirky comic but yet quite tense mm. in the way he delivers a role mm -hmm. and you kind of sense that and it really gives you an, an unpredictable unpredictability to the character yeah if i'm correct yeah. uh, with it and i think that was what william o'neill was was he embodied that in that role someone who was just quite a confused individual mm. but was ultimately quite self um self uh, what's the word self uh, earning or self what basically was looking out for himself <laughs> yeah ultimately yeah. but actually I think that one of the good things about this film is that yes on paper and probably in reality you can very easily come down on who's the side of right and wrong in, in what happened to Fred Hampton and Black Panthers but I think that the film was kept relatively neutral in in a way for a story that's pretty unneutral in its mm. in its um, context. I think that they did quite a good job of 
almost almost turning you from that quite strong viewpoint actually to seeing how, where it, you know yeah. although you could argue the fact that there wasn't enough backstory to William O'Neill for you to understand why he was taking mm. this so I don't know if that was uh, actually intentional in creating uh, a kind of neutral point of view because mm. at the end of the day we just start off with him impersonating yeah. an FBI agent so I'm not sure Jesse Plemons is making a career out of playing FBI agents in um, in in these kind of African American struggle movies, we, we we've got our eye on you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, overall, I think that um, I enjoyed it. I'm really glad that we actually sat and watched it. Okay. Um, you know, we've we've said a lot about poor Daniel. Kluwer's it was just accent. too bad. I'm sorry. It was ridiculously bad. But you know, I guess uh, we've got to give him credit for not being an American actor. I'm sure my attempt at accent will be ten times worse. Yeah. Um, and I think that the, <laughs> the strength of his acting, you know, did still shine through despite despite some issues with him. I I don't know if he was charismatic enough for the role, um, and and I say this because I think sometimes there are certain roles that I just, or maybe it was because I just couldn't get past the accent. But I don't know if he if he if he, you know, when someone holds the scene and you think okay this person's filling out this scene i didn't quite get that with with I daniel did actually. For, for, i think again really. i think it grew like i think it was it was a slow start and actually yeah. yes you know fred hampton was a charismatic person but he was a real person as well and yeah, i think that's that true. he i think daniel clear played the role in a way that it was believable not this kind of iconic figure that yeah. actually is that really what you were like on a day-to-day basis yeah, i feel yeah. like we got a sense of someone who was eventually an icon but also a real person from a real background real interactions with the people around him and the real pressures of yeah. everything that he went through yeah. so. uh, a summary on my thoughts um the film is deceptively inert mm. i find that for something that is handling quite serious topics and the topics that should actually be quite interesting at least to a segment of society i find that i was going in and out of it um i find that it tried to handle quite a lot of heavy topics camaraderie between uh, you know people within a socialist structure um with the brothers and sisters and what i call you comrade um the sort of intra the relationship between the political parties the the uh, was it the crowns mm-hmm. and the black panthers i think that could have been explored a bit more and also sort of the black community's relationship with with uh, with the police force now i think that was handled to about 80% of what i would feel that it should do but i still think that it was still very much black and white where you know there, there could be have been a bit more um, a breakdown of how that really affected the community not just the black panthers because sometimes you just saw people coming out from the community you didn't really understand what their feelings were to the police especially during that scene where uh the the, the headquarters was being attacked um as i said i feel like it's not as captivating as i wanted it to be but really strong performances from lakeith stanfield and also from daniel kaluuya um make it you know better than i think it should have been um ultimately where i think that this film could have gone to to make it a real classic is um it could have explored the psyche of Lakeith Stanfield a bit more. Yeah. Because ultimately at the end, they give you the story that he committed suicide after when it would, the interview was released on, 
on uh, on Martin Luther King Day, and I think that's interesting because you you sort of start off with thinking, okay, this is going to be about the man, the, the turmoil of the man, but then it kind of slides off into the story of Daniel Kaluuya, and then it tries to come back at the end. And I think if we really had a little expose into him as a person, we could have kind of really had an interesting take of a man in denial, in struggle, and ultimately the the mind of a traitor. But possibly too much to do in one film. But possibly too much to do in one film. Yeah. Guys, check it out. Yeah. As always, let us know what you think. As I mentioned earlier, I think that one of our previous um, podcasts, the Samuel L. Jackson Theory, does tie into this in some ways. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that already, now is your time. They're Mm -hmm. all available on Spotify for you. And we'll be back super soon with some super content. With some super content, y'all. Please like share get involved and as always stay with us as we talk about film thank you for listening guys have a great evening bye bye